He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night Show. John will be joining us momentarily in studio. We have Judge Richard Weinberg. We have Tony Carbonetti. Do we have John there yet? John Katzmatidis? I'm here somewhere, somewhere in a studio far, far away. <laughs> Undisclosed location. Before we get yes. to Charlie Gasparino to talk about this 40-year high inflation rate, we will also be speaking with uh, Rona McDaniel. She's the RNC chairwoman. And we'll also be speaking to Bert Flickinger. He's going to tell us just how much it's costing the average American, the Amer- average American family. I mean, this inflation is out of control. We'll also be talking to legendary restaurateur Stratus Morphogen about how he can't even open up a restaurant because crime is so out of control here in New York City. But let's go first to Charlie Gasparino. Charlie, this consumer price index increased by 9.1% in June from one year earlier. This is the steepest increase in nearly 41 years. Wow. It just looks like it's only going to get worse. Yeah, and it's it, – but it's it's a month old. I mean, I, you know, I'm trying to find a silver lining here. It's June. We're kind of into July now. Um, it's not quite a month old, but you, you get what I'm saying. Yes, um, yes. Uh, things have changed in the last couple of weeks. Um, and uh, oil prices have gone down, obviously. Not that much, though, but they've gone down, and, and some other indicators have, have abated. Um, here's the problem, I think, though. I think the Fed almost so, – so inflation may be – we may have peak inflation at 9.1, okay, and it may be going down to 8, 6, 7, uh, which is nothing to write home about. I still think that forces the Fed to act actually more aggressively. I think I think the the um, the writing's on the wall. They're going to do a point increase next uh, later this month. Uh, they almost have to. Uh, the market's kind of pricing it in right now uh, because you know one of the things with inflation is that the Fed traditionally has wanted to overcorrect rather than undercorrect, just in case you know you don't want it. Bouncing down, you don't want it to bounce back. For example, to you know, in two months from now, go back up to nine point one. So you you got to kind of you got to cut it off at the track. So I think they're almost going to they're almost definitely going to one. The economy is almost definitely going to slow pretty significantly, um, and we're likely to get a recession. And I think markets will reflect that, and they already are, are today, but they're going to reflect it even more. Charlie, it's, it's Richard Weinberg. Why? Is the Biden administration and the congressional Democrats pushing for more taxes and more spending at this time? Does this make any sense at all? Well, from a Keynesian standpoint, the spending makes sense, right? I mean, you want to infuse the economy with you, you want to, you know, jack up the jazz up the economy from uh, even though I don't think it's it's obviously not the most um, uh, efficient way of doing it. Obviously, if you spend more right now, you're selling bonds, right? If you sell bonds, guess what happens? The price goes down. Generally, interest rates go up because you're increasing supply. So that's not good. Uh, you know, one of the, the easiest things I think for anybody to do right now is is essentially do some pro-growth deregulation. But that's just not going to happen out of the Biden administration. So you're kind of stuck here with, you know, fiscal fiscal uh, a fiscal policy that's largely contract contraction 
contractory, and the same thing with with monetary policy. So that's why you got to think you're going into a recession. I mean, now, the f- I'm sorry, Charlie. I, I have a different opinion. I think you know my opinion. Right. I, I I respect your opinion, and you you feel that the Fed is going to do what they have to do, what they've done traditionally. And I'm worried about the rest of the economy, and I'm saying to the Fed, and I've said to to them repeatedly, that if you do what you say you're going to do, raise it a half a point, 75 basis points, a point, then the rest of the economy is going to go to crap. Yeah, they're going to do a point, John, though. They're doing a point. Well, then that's my concern, that the the real estate market – would you pay 7% for money for a 30-year mortgage? No, of course not. But uh, but that's okay, the whole point so of it. That's the whole point of this. I mean, well, now, listen, I'm not saying yeah. I agree with them. I, I, yeah. I, I'm actually – I don't know what I think, you know, personally, opinion-wise. Um, I, I kind of see what you're saying, and I but I also worry about inflation coming back because once it gets settled in there, sometimes it comes back. The only and, reason inflation went up was the oil prices and, and 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 the White House refuses to accept the fact it started with the oil prices. They right, but the, but the fact is that they're refusing to accept that. And we have what is oil trading at now? It's uh, it's below a hundred, right? Five ninety-six, yeah. Now, uh, I mean, even the Mexican either, but president, that, but, but that's the not, Mexican that, president made fun of. of okay, crude oil right now. Saying, my chart is is ninety-six forty-two, right? Um, yeah. That's still not that great. Okay, that's still no, it's not, it's in it's the not astronomical, but that's but that I, could be indicative, John, of seven percent um, inflation, which you know that's yeah, way that's above the two percent target. When it was one twenty five, one thirty, it hit that point, and Goldman Sachs was jumping up and down. Oh, it's going to two hundred. Or J.P. Morgan was jumping up and down. Oh. I said they're full of crap. Okay, and, yeah, but I, I, I but what I'm saying is ninety six forty five on, on oil. But what I'm saying is 96.45 may may be indicative of 7% inflation, not 9%, but that's still well above the 2% uh, target that, that that we all want because that's kind of a, that's a livable inflation rate. Um, so that's well, I think that's what the Fed is looking at. Um, it's looking at those types of numbers and saying, okay, we got to snuff this out quick and do it do it as best we can. And I, listen, I, like I said, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, you know, what are they going to? What do I think they're likely to do? I think they're likely to do a point. But they pissed away so much money already. Isn't it make sense to to make sure they don't ruin the rest of the country and take a chance that that the oil price of oil come down? Well, I mean, they they maybe they they're thinking. And what do I know? I I should really be calling some of them up because I know some of the ex ones at least. Maybe they're thinking we have to get oil. We have to get a recession to get oil down to seventy dollars a barrel. So you know, inflation comes down to three percent. I I don't know. I'm just saying that when you have a a print like this, John, and even the core numbers and the the other numbers are not so great. You know, you could just see the, you could just smell the panic. It's, they're going to do something significant, I think. How do you read the, the uh, euro being on par with the dollar? Well, I mean, that's obviously, you know, based on what's going on with European economies, right? And it's not a good thing. And uh, it's also the fact that they have runaway inflation in Europe right now, right? Isn't that well? What, what you you hate to go. You hate to go to France and pay uh, twenty dollars for a croissant. Um, no, it's just the opposite, though. If I'm going to France, 
my dollar is very strong. My croissant might cost 20 cents. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> I just works. noticed the, the Bank of Canada, the Bank of Canada has raised uh, interest rates 100 basis points today. Uh, the hike is the most since 1998. So I guess Canada has their own problems. They everybody does, and you know, and then Europe obviously has the problem of of uh, of uh, domestic of their uh, oil oil needs are are served by Russia. I mean, we're in a really messy situation right now. And you, you know, here's one thing that I think we all know: that if you're going to play games, woke games with the U.S. economy, if you're going to adopt. ESG measures, if you're going to do these things that, you know, before before we get into an area where we can reliably, reliably rely on, um, on cleaner uh, types of, of fuels, uh, like nuclear power and all that, you know, you're going to, you're, you're just playing with fire. I mean, one of the things I think that corporate America did that was really bad was this ESG stuff, and it was pushed by the administration because it forced all these oil companies to cut back. It forced everybody to cut back on the one thing we need to avoid inflation, and that's access to 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 oil. And you know, and it just really screwed the country up. There was no thought about it. There was, you know, it wouldn't be so bad if we were going zero carbon footprint if we were like embracing nuclear power to to a large extent. And but we're not. I mean, this is this is. Like, you know, it's like unilateral disarmament. And Ch- Charlie, it's strange. It's, it's Tony Carbonetti, Charlie. Hey, Tony. You just said, I was talking to a buddy of mine that runs a fund yesterday, and he said he lost a $150 million client because he wasn't ESG compliant. But well, they do this. And yeah. let, let me tell you something, though. It, it, you know this. The state pension funds, if they lose their money, the state has to make good. So if they're going to start putting all this woke ESG stuff, and force and and they don't make the returns they're supposed to make. The state has to make up for it. So yeah, that's going to come from taxes. State, and New York State has wildly adopted ESG. Yeah. I, I know so if they don't hit I, their uh, targets, they have right. to tax people more money just to pay the retirees. Yeah, I mean it's 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 kind of a mess. And uh, I I think you know I, I get I. I did a moderated a panel at the Milken conference a couple of months ago about this very topic, and I and I and you know I was there with ESG adherents and you know people that push this stuff, and I said you know I don't think you understand what's coming at you, and they're like what's coming at us? I said if Congress goes Republican, this is going to be a huge issue. They're going to bring this up. They're, they're going to try to, you know, they're going to try to like sort of you know you know remove this from the capital markets in some way or another. Uh, already, you do have some states that are boycotting ESG, any anything that has any company that pushes ESG. I think West Virginia already has um, demanded that its underwriters on its debt and its uh, and its pension brokers, um, you know, do not push ESG requirements. So because they're it, supposed to make money for the retirees, that's why well, they're supposed to have a fiduciary responsibility. Yes. But you know, they, Gary Gensler is that's the SEC chair is starting to like make change the definition of fiduciary to include being. You know, you know, saving uh, the world, saving the world, and it's uh, you know he's on a very slippery legal slope with that. Well, he's on. A, I think uh, it's the same uh, case as the Supreme Court case uh, uh, that yeah, happened. EPA case, absolutely. And, uh, You're absolutely right. Which and, said the uh, EPA, they, they, you can't they, do, they, the EPA is not supposed the to do this stuff. Congress is supposed to do this heavy lifting. It's supposed to be yep. up to the people, not 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 some bureaucrat at the at the SEC or the EPA. 
You're 100 percent right on that one. That's in the law. I mean, that's clearly in the law. But anyway, we, uh, you know, we're in a pickle right now, and uh, and Charlie, there's there's another there's another problem too with rising interest rates. That's the debt service that you have to pay. That's true. And that and that means there's less money to be spent on other other programs the government yeah, has to provide. It taps out your budget deficits. I mean, this is like we're in a really tricky situation here. You know, the the road to serfdom what starts with great in- intentions. Who said that? Von Hayek? I can't remember. Some smart dude. Not me. <laughs> I'm just saying. And the good intentions was, you know, we wanted to come out of the pandemic. We wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, everybody had food on the table. I get that. We we all want that. Um, but by 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 the end of the, the handouts, it was literally not just food on the table, but you had money from your stimulus checks to uh, to play in the markets. That you had extra money, so you ne- never had to go back to buy work. Bitcoin. And uh, uh-huh. people, were, people thought they could retire on Bitcoin, and it's just it's well, very, we bankrupted all the crooked. We bank on Bitcoin. We bankrupting all the crooked prime ministers and presidents that put their money in. And that's <laughs> bottom line. Yes. Charlie, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, God bless you. And uh, we have to save, as Cudlow would say, we have to save America. Uh, you know, I'm trying. I, I'm not, yeah. You know, I look at it this way. I just do my little bit. You know, hopefully, it has some resonance. Thank you so much. You do right, a lot. You do a lot. Thank Appreciate you. it, guys. Uh, thank you. Uh, Lydia, you're in the studio. Who who do we have on next? We're waiting for Rona McDaniel. She's the RNC chairwoman. And John, well, where... Let's take a break. We oh, want you want to take a break and come back? You want? Let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll speak to Rona. We'll talk to her about Biden's low polling numbers, what he has to say. And will there be an October surprise? Keep it right here. Cats at night.